You are listening to One Love Podcast. Wake up with a smile with your host, Disco. Oh, you know what time it is. It's your 30-second wake-up call. That's right, time to rise and shine. It's a new day, but the love stays the same. Wake up, guys. Wake up. Yes. Good morning, Toronto. And good day, the rest of the world. I'm so happy to be in your ears right now. You are listening to One Love Podcast, and this is Espresso with Love, where we hope to jumpstart your day with a little energy, a little fun, and a lot of love. How is everyone feeling this morning? Amazing! Happy hump day, beautiful people. Well, guys, it's the middle of the week, and while so many of us can't wait to get over this hump and into the home stretch for the weekend, I'm going to have to stop you right there. See, every week and every weekend, I try to make sure that we all have our goals in place and, and our focus targeted to start working towards achieving those goals. And I don't know about you, but the hardest part about my life right now is that I have so many things on the go. And I also have so many things I still need to either finish or start. It honestly gets overwhelming. It's like, I know what I have to do, but just simply like the thought of doing it puts me back. And the next thing I know, I've spent an hour thinking about all the things I should be doing. So if you haven't guessed it yet, (laughs) with friends over at Inc.com, I'm going to give you guys three tips on how to deal with procrastination. Let's get to it. Procrastination. It's like a sore throat. It's a symptom with many possible causes. And unless you know the cause, the treatment for the symptom might actually make things worse. So number one, the size of your task just may seem overwhelming. The explanation here is every time you think about the task, it seems like a huge mountain of work that you'll never be able to complete. You therefore avoid starting it. (laughs) The solution Break the task into small steps and then start working on them. This builds momentum and makes the task far less daunting. So as an example, you've decided to write a book, which I know I have. uh, And rather than sitting down and trying to write the whole book, which will probably cause you to stare at a blank screen, spend one hour on each of the following subtasks. So here's more. Jot down uh, as many ideas as possible. That's one of them. Start the ideas or sort the ideas into an outline. That's another one. List out anecdotes you'll want to include. Then just write a sample anecdote to determine style. Review existing materials, example like presentations or references that you're going to be using. Assign those materials to sections of your outline. Write the first three paragraphs of a sample chapter. And finally, create a schedule to write two pages a day. So again, even if the size of your task seems overwhelming, that's totally okay because there are so many ways that I know you'll be able to figure out just how to break it down into smaller tasks that you know are much more manageable and that way you don't have to feel like you have to get so much done in one shot. So number two, um, 
the number of tasks just may seem overwhelming, right? So your to-do list has so many tasks in it that you feel as though you'll never be able to finish them at all. So why bother even getting started? Well, solution here is combine the tasks into a conceptual activity and then set a time limit for how long you'll pursue that activity. For example, your email account is being like peppered by so many requests and demands that you feel as though you can't possibly get them all done. But rather than fret about the pieces and parts, set aside a couple hours to, quote, do email. That's right. Schedule a similar session tomorrow or later that day. So thinking of the work as an activity rather than a bunch of action items makes them seem less burdensome. So, yes, we are playing some psychological mind games there. But instead of having to worry about, oh, my God, if I look at my email, I'm just going to cry. Just say, okay, for the next hour, I'm going to do email. And that's it. Just get right to it. And lastly, a set of tasks seem repetitive and boring, right? So if you're like me, you're a creative person with an active mind. So you naturally put off any activity that doesn't personally interest you. Well, here's a solution. Set a time limit for completing a single task in the set and then compete against yourself to see if you can beat that time. Uh, reward yourself each time you do beat the clock. So what do I mean by that? Here's an example. Okay, you're a newly hired salesperson, which I work with a lot of them. Um, uh, you have you must write personalized emails to two dozen customers, as an example. The work involves quickly researching their account, addressing any issues that they've had with the previous salesperson, and then like introducing yourself. So rather than just like slogging through the work, estimate the maximum time that you think it's going to require to actually get done. So let's say, uh, or to write one letter. So let's say that's five minutes. So it should thus take you, what, 120 minutes, two hours to write all of them. Okay, start the stopwatch. Write that first email. If you have any time left over, do something else. Read the news, catch up on social media, whatever you want. And then when that stopwatch buzzes after the end of the five minutes, reset, write the second email. Again, guys, it's all about not getting overwhelmed initially. That's our biggest problem is that when we see a task or we know we have to do something, just the very thought of it gets us overwhelmed and then we stop. We either procrastinate and just think about how overwhelming it is as opposed to actually doing it um, or we just get upset and we just don't pay any attention to it. So I hope you guys were able to take away uh, three ways to be able to help you deal with procrastination and hopefully this will help jumpstart you into achieving those goals. But if you really think about it, guys... The simple ability of having goals is a blessing that we can't take for granted. You know, there are millions of people in the world today, right now, who may not even have running water or even bread to put in their mouths. I'm not here to try to make you feel guilty, but we can't take our lives for granted and know that these opportunities that we have before us is actually a gift that we've graciously accepted. And in turn, we need to put the love and appreciation right back out into the world by getting right into our daily thank you. That's right. We need to do this every single day. I'm giving you five seconds to say out loud something that you're grateful for and make this as easy as I can. Now, if this is your first time listening, this is probably going to be awkward, but let's put some love and appreciation out into the world. And the good news is I'm going to go first so you don't have to. Today, I am grateful for the roof over my head and the food I have to eat. I am so fortunate to have family, even though it's a messed up one, and I'm so blessed for my amazing listeners. 
I'm grateful to be able to wake up today and pursue whatever aspirations I desire and to be able to be kind to people without expectations in return. Thank you for today. That's it, guys. Now it's your turn. Please just tell yourself one or two things that you're grateful for, whether it be kids, significant other, I don't know, maybe you have an amazing job that you absolutely love. It doesn't have to be as dramatic as mine. You get five seconds to say one or two things that you feel you should be recognizing. Ready? Today, I am grateful for... Amazing, guys. Today is going to be an incredible day. This is News in a Nutshell, where I just read off headlines you can either Google later or be glad I didn't go into detail about in local news. Police have arrested a woman accused of seriously injuring a 67-year-old man by basically pulling a Mike Tyson and biting him. During a robbery near Mount Dennis, police allege a 39-year-old Toronto woman attempted to rob a man in the Jane and Eglinton area on July 15th, during the robbery, police say the man suffered severe injuries when he was bitten by the woman. Now, he received 27 stitches in the hospital. Talk about being hungry. Out of Toronto, the Ontario government says part of the $1.9 billion it has earmarked for mental health over the next decade will go to police to help first responders deal with mental health issues and to offer de-escalating training. I just really hope they don't waste all of that money because, I don't know, I feel as though government never really ends up solving problems, but they're really good at making it look like they tried. In world news, singer Demi Lovato has been hospitalized after suffering an apparent drug overdose. The Los Angeles Fire Department confirmed it received a call at 11.22 a.m. for a medical emergency and transported a 25-year-old woman to a local hospital. Out of Greece, this is a sad one. Wildfires raging through seaside resorts near the Greek capital torched homes, cars, and forests, killing at least 74 people. 26 of the dead were groups of families or friends found huddled together, some of them clasping hugs. Others swam out to sea to escape the inferno, and some never came back. So definitely Google that story. Be on top of it. This one out of Beirut. A Israel shot down a Syrian fighter jet. It said had breached its airspace on Tuesday while advancing Syrian government forces retaking territory from rebels reached the Golan Heights frontier for the first time in seven years. The Israeli military said it monitored the advance of the Syrian fighter jet and shot it down with a pair of Patriot missiles after it penetrated Israeli airspace by about two kilometers. That was news in a nutshell. Now, I always dedicate the weather segment to my wonderful listeners from around the world, friends of mine and of the show. We love you guys. So in Beirut, Lebanon, you guys are hours ahead when it comes to time. So for your Thursday, man, it's just a few clouds in the sky today. Nothing to worry about. Mainly sunny with a high of 29 degrees and a low of 26 in Coolangat, Australia. For your Thursday, partly cloudy skies, but also nothing to worry about. A high of 23 degrees and a low of 12. To my friend Vishal in Bihia, India. As expected, the rain hasn't stopped yet. Precipitation is at 80% today, so make sure you bring out that umbrella. A high of 32 degrees and a low of 26. In Tempe, Arizona, the place I love to hate, Paige, I can't believe how hot it is. Like, 
If you've never believed in global warming before, I'm really hoping reality can help play a role in that. With a high of 47 degrees for your Wednesday and a low of 33, please, brother, surround yourself with water and keep hydrated. And in Toronto town, we get a break from the rain today, but it may not even last till tomorrow. A beautiful high of 27 degrees and a low of 22. So no excuses. Get outside and smile lots, Toronto. from around the world. How you feeling today? Guys, the city was still buzzing and rightfully so with the attack that happened on the Danforth. Lots of questions, not a lot of answers, but I'm sure we'll start to see a lot more information in the next couple of days and maybe even find out what the motive was behind the attack. But guys, we got to take this for what it is. We need to be thankful and grateful that you are alive today. Guys, breathe. And know how fortunate you are to be able to breathe. If you're listening to me on a cell phone, be grateful you have that cell phone. If you're listening to me on the computer, be grateful that you have that computer. There are too many things we take for granted on this earth. And it's not that we don't necessarily deserve them, but I sincerely, sincerely believe that doing simple things like our daily thank yous can really help put into perspective how lucky we are. Because sometimes all we need in life is just a reminder. Now, there are a number of factors that played a role in like me having this type of mentality. I'm not going to bore you with that, but one thing that certainly helps keep me in check and on top of my daily thank yous, like on top of my daily thank yous besides that, is volunteering at a shelter close to my home called In From The Cold. I join other members of my community and just preparing dinner and then we serve it to participants of the shelter. And this happens, I think we do this once every three months. But if you think about it, it's actually insane the effect of like supporting your community can have on one's mental state. And I'm talking about a few hours in a few months. I don't even think the president is too busy to not be able to commit to that. And if you've never done some real service for your fellow humans and like in your life at all, you're truly missing out. And that's the beauty of it. Helping other people not only helps you, but it helps other people. There's no money involved here, guys. There's no ego to be used. Just take your hands out and lend it to someone or to a cause that you support. Be humble with your material possessions. I promise you, no one's going to remember you because of what you have. I promise it doesn't make you any better or worse as a person. It's really irrelevant. It's just for yourself when you buy something nice. But being a good human is not. And while in 2018 we have ways to try to enforce change in our societies by ways of voting if you live in a democratic society or participating in politics in general, one thing that will never change is the characteristic of kindness. And it's with that motive that I truly believe will impact some real change in our world if we each take our own initiative 
and make it happen. Be kind to people today. Smile for no reason. And no matter what, know that you are not alone. Love you guys. Thank you. Big shout out to my mom for giving birth to me. I love you, mom. And a shout out to freesfx.co for providing me with those awesome sound effects. If you guys have any questions or would like to comment on the show, reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at One Love Podcast. That's at the number one, the word love, the word podcast. Reach out. Show that love. We appreciate your support. And please, for the love of Jesus, subscribe to our channel. I'm leaving you off with some happy, upbeat music, so don't turn on that AM radio. Play your favorite song after and be happy Toronto. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you tomorrow. One love. Downtown, the snowy ground is all I can see. I call this place my home, my wawazir. Different ways to say hello is not new to me. Making up the whole world all in one city. Even though it's cold outside, we know how to turn it up. Look at all those kids outside, but you couldn't guess now where they from. If you wanna be outside, lace them up, I'll show you where. Everyone's gonna meet tonight at Nathan Phillips Square. Look at our skyline, CN Tower so high and bright. You're welcome to stay. T-Dot is my city. Our city and that won't ever change